0: Oh, hi, I'm Jason Klom. Gazizza, I'm Alan Rickert. And
1: this is Dispatches (laughs) from Fort Awesome, a news radio podcast.
0: You guys are going to notice a a little bit of sound, because we've got a lot of people in the room, and it's a little roomy sounding. And also, Jen is here with us on the ether. Hi, Jen. Hi. Okay, the episode is our 50th episode. It aired April 2nd, 1997, and we have two very special guests with us, Susan Leslie and Robert Spina. Thank you so much for being here. So Robert, you were the script supervisor, correct? Yes. OK, and, and Susan, you were the script <laughs> yes. coordinator. Uh,
2: yes, and very different. I was in uh-huh. the office, and Robert was on stage.
0: She right. was
3: upstairs, okay. I was downstairs.
0: I'm going to tell you, I have zero idea what either of you do, and I'm excited to find out. And I'm sure you're excited <laughs> to give us a minutia of that. And, um, <laughs> But also, Susan, you're in the episode, briefly.
2: I am in the, uh, yeah, I think I have one or two lines in the episode. And this is the second episode I did. Yes. Um, the
0: other one was the and if you cutest. will
2: if you will notice I am not in the credits as a script coordinator for this episode. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, because actually, uh, news radio was fined because of Robert and I. That's right. Ooh. What? Ooh. Oh, that's true. Yes. I keep uh, those. Yeah, they were. Fine yeah, because uh, of you, too. yeah. Robert is a, a voice actor as well, uh-huh. and um, you know I'm on camera and voice, and we when you hire. Uh, from SAG rules, if you hire, you know, if you work on the show and then you hire somebody on the show, then that's mm. a conflict of interest.
3: Um, Interesting. Yeah. What? Okay. So we
2: were, we I don't can't remember how much it was. The, the office was fined, but they were fined.
3: Yeah. yeah, and my credit, I, I think, has to be on there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But hers could be removed. Yeah, because I'm not. And I wasn't. To work around it. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. As a
2: script coordinator, I'm not a union employee, but you mm-hmm. were, right? Yeah.
0: What? Uh, what's uh, uh, Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no,
1: so. <laughs> Do you just come a set one day and you're like, uh, so what do I get? Actor credit today or <laughs> script coordinator? Like,
2: well, that was an episode where a lot of staff members were in the show. Yeah, we saw yeah. Lou Martin on. So yeah. Lou Martin, yes, Lou Morton was in it, and Rich and, and Rich, who was our PA, oh, was, so was the orderly in the oh. mental. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, wow! That that was was so good. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then of course Josh was in in it as well. Yeah. Josh okay. Lieb. Um, so we're, that was an episode Where there were a lot of A lot of crossover
3: mm-hmm. um, The writers were a big fan Of uh, uh, Rich Harris The uh-huh. PA uh-huh. And, and th- there were several people who, uh, who really wanted him To have an acting career And I don't know if he I, don't, I honestly don't know What happened We're going to have to look him up he, he got some down. good
4: camera time Yeah, he, yeah no, really game. He,
3: was, he was very well regarded Back then And, and you know as a, 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 That he could perform And so uh, I know they I think they tried to get him In a couple A That's couple of awesome. three episodes
0: it's a ni- it still turns out to be the nicest show on TV as far as I'm concerned. Like yeah. a, to, to give a PA a chance. Give him a few lines. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Doesn't I, happen that often. They
3: were nice. They were nice to me. I I recorded I think only 5 of them got to air, but mm-hmm. I recorded um eight voiceovers. Mm-hmm. And each of those paid and and still pay. All right. You know, I still get oh. teeny tiny little yeah. news radio checks. And well, one they, of them I got to do with Susan Leslie when That's we did true. when we did phone bones follies together yes ah! yay that was uh, you too that was Susan and me and, and and I got to deliver and people still come up to me because every all, all news radio people yeah. uh, know uh, FDR <laughs> more like FDR oh phone bone. You're a maroon. I oh <laughs> was Susan. cannot believe it. you remember wow. that.
0: I had no idea to even look for who did that. I just assumed <laughs> they didn't.
3: That's amazing. That was us. That yeah. was us together. I remember that. That's and now, so that. you know what? This is our reunion episode. <laughs> really? Ah. We should. We should recreate. We should absolutely. I shouldn't do. You're a maroon. There you go.
2: I don't even remember why Paul gave me the part in this. Particular episode Really But I don't know If you remember This episode was also Made into a VH1 Pop-up episode Yes, yes. We're going to do yes. A special episode yeah. About oh, that Yeah, I think. the yeah. pop-up Yes thing. and I have a po- And I have a pop-up Where it says It actually had My wrong title on it I think <laughs> It was uh-huh. like it. I think they said I was a PA Or something like that but,
3: uh-huh. Do you um, not
1: get fined If you're a PA As opposed to a Script coordinator though Everybody if you were doing gets Everyone that.
3: gets fined <laughs> Everybody gets yeah. fined yeah. I just know Damn <laughs> I have been fined On more shows uh, Not me fine But the show right. has been fine Uh-huh
0: yeah. Robert has trouble, everybody. It's all right. Do not. Uh...
2: And the only, the other thing I remember about that episode is I got to keep the clothes.
0: Did you? Yeah.
2: Nice. I mean, rarely, oh. on, well as a guest oh. actor, you know, when you come on, you're, you know, you never get to keep the clothes. Sure. And I remember Llewellyn said, uh, we're not going to use these again. you yeah. you've already well, I got to these. keep
3: Vicky's hair. Wow. That's some
0: amazing hair. <laughs> uh, really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> You, yeah, because you know, I mean, you could make the dumb argument that potentially you're the same character in both episodes, since you were working for a photographer in in that last one. Yeah, that's so true. So who knows? Maybe this she's got be. double but that's gigging, right. You know, what yeah. you think? did the
3: one with the yeah. with the really wild photos of the three, uh-huh. of the yeah. three, uh, the three actresses. That's great. I
0: was wondering actually if they even shot any real photos of them, and I'm gonna assume no, since every shot at the end was just a screen capture from the actual camera. I, yeah. I, I never know. Oh, I would actually. think
3: NBC had Not, somebody.
0: You think? Yeah. yeah. All right.
2: But yeah. you know, they that uh, we were talking about this earlier with, with John Lovitz that they they did have a history of hiring the same actor multiple times right. in di- yeah. Different, yeah. different, completely yeah. Yeah. different Absolutely. roles. Yeah. As you know, and nowadays with the you know. People, you just couldn't get away with no, that. No, no, of course not. Internet, like on it, Parks it makes and Rec and harder. stuff, they
0: would not repeat anybody. Because like, you can conceal the pictures John Lovitz right is the big one. Then Wally Langham is another one who did two different parts. Then you got David Cross David who at Ross. least two different parts. Bob Odenkirk, two different parts at least. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, they overloaded. I like and it they though.
2: did that on... Because uh, before News Radio, I, I worked on the Larry Sanders show with uh-huh. Paul Sims. And they did it on that too. And I did two on-camera parts and I was two completely mm-hmm. different characters. <laughs> and I think they just... You know, it was kind of pre-internet, so... Exactly, yeah. yeah.
0: Nobody's tracking it.
4: People are going to remember. How are they going to remember? Right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, we always said, uh, we've always tried to have a theory here that if they're the actual same character, but it's just has a multiple personality or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. You know, we've sure sure we tried <laughs>
4: multiple careers. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Or
0: that. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. It's fun to do that. And I I'm glad that you pointed out that oh wait no, it's not it is in this episode. Is this the episode in which that uh no it doesn't. Never mind. My brain's completely what? off. Uh no, we were talking about uh my my uh thing on the wall. My orange but jumpsuit. But we're not doing that episode right now. So my brain is just completely fried. Hi everybody, how are you? Stay tuned for the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so let's talk about a little bit about how you guys got involved with this show because we can talk about the episode too. But I am curious: was it just I knew somebody and I got on the show because that that seems to be a lot of people's story on the show? Like, hey,
2: it's so Hollywood, cool. isn't it? It's like yeah. that's mm-hmm. all how just how know. it goes.
3: Yeah, I assume. Uh, go ahead. I I knew uh, I knew Kent Subornak. I had been working with Kent a while. He did the pilot of News mm-hmm. Radio, and I I think I saw an early cut of it, mm-hmm. and at that moment it became my favorite. Show ever, Uh it's a perfect pilot, and I knew I wanted to to work on it. And I said, Kent, you got to get me over there. You got to get me over. But they had someone. Okay. And uh, so it wasn't going to happen. And I mean, it was somebody established, and they. Oh yeah. It just wasn't going to happen, but Kent, uh, Kent pitched me for um, a voiceover in episode one Mm -hmm. after the pilot. Uh, It was uh, it was called the off the office. It might have been called the Office. It could be. Office, <laughs> so <laughs> completely forgotten. Anyway, at this point. It, I, it was the episode I think with Butefuco. Oh, yeah, sure. oh yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Butefuco. I, <laughs> I think it. I think it was that one. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, it was. Um, so I got I got uh, hired to do a voiceover. So Kent had me over, and he was he was the he was the first ad there.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so he, I showed up, and he he brought me up into the bleachers. To, in, to meet Paul Sims mm-hmm. and so that was actually the very first time that I met Paul Sims was as an actor mm-hmm. and news radio liked to do voiceovers on set in, in you know when, whenever they could mm-hmm. so um, was it for
0: like radio stuff stuff that was going on in the radio in the background mostly yeah I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll get to that oh okay sure I'll get
3: to that in a moment uh, but um, so I introduced and, and Paul said to me okay Kent told me you're not an actor he goes that's why you're here because you're not an actor, he goes. Just, just be a person. Just talk.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And so, uh, I said, "Great, I can, I can, do that." And so he, so Kent led me. He's. I, I, I said, "Where do you want me to stand?" And Ken said, "No, you're going to record it uh, up in the broadcast booth.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that mic is live." So uh, he said, "Just go up there and uh, just sit down, and, and we'll get to you." So I went up there, and and it was. This was. There was no scene shooting. It, oh, okay. it wasn't being done necessarily in real time. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I uh, so I went up, but there was somebody uh, sitting in the chair, uh-huh. and it was Phil Hartman.
4: <laughs> and so
3: my very first official act on, on as an employee of news radio was to tell the master of voiceover. <laughs> Uh, to get out of his chair so non-actor boy could <laughs> sit down and deliver his two lines.
4: Oh, my God. And
3: Phil, who seemed very comfortable in his chair, he he got up and I guess it was, I guess he, he this was his peaceful place. It was just a place that he could uh-huh. run away to or whatever uh, that wasn't his dressing room where he could still be easily called down. Sure, sure. So he stood there. Huh. And he stood there when the voice came over the, 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 the headphones and said, "Okay, Robert, we're gonna do your uh, gonna do your voiceover now. Okay, you're uh, you're gonna be on the phone with uh, I I think it might have been Dave. Okay, uh, you're gonna be on the phone and uh, it, it's a question about furniture. And, oh, and you're the furniture. Oh. Guy, I, was, I was I can't okay. remember his name, but it was like uh, Tony was, something. Yeah. You wanna you wanna deal on that? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, can't uh-huh. remember.
4: I remember that." <laughs> We were wondering who that was. Tony
3: Palmer. Tony.
0: I think you're right. Tony Palmer. I think. Sounds right.
3: Um, So and and it had something to do with new desks. Uh huh. Whatever. So uh, so I'm there, and and in my non actor way, I I am I'm trying not to feel Phil Hartman (laughs) like it it wasn't a big thing. So he's like you know twenty what twenty (laughs) five inches away from me, and I'm and I'm going okay you want to deal on that uh can you can you give us a little more a uh, little more vibe okay you want to you wanna, can you do the, the furniture thing yeah <laughs> and that was my first thing now what happened then was uh their script supervisor who was a i can't remember her name but she was a very experienced very i mean just a veteran they were really lucky to get her And mm-hmm. um decided to step down like I, I don't know wow. what it was planned yeah. she, she, There was something to do I think she wanted to do something With uh, uh, animal protection Something right. I mean, It was like very noble cause mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Kent said uh, uh, I can get you this Do you want it And I said yeah of course. And so I became the script supervisor wow. The next wow. episode The next episode Holy crap That's wow. crazy And suddenly I mean it was the very strangest Way I've ever had To wind up getting a job
0: wow my you know my dream as a kid was always to do voiceover with phil hartman and then now you describing it's like i don't think i'd want to be in the room so at the scary. same yeah, time yeah. that's the most intimidating <laughs> so thing scary. on the planet
3: yeah but how, it, it's especially his relaxing place <laughs> it was very nerve-wracking but, but it all turned out really really well and then i finished the rest of the the short season mm-hmm. the seven episode season and then i vanished and uh, uh i i i got to say all this to to susan at lunch but uh, uh there was a, a, a misunderstanding and I, I wasn't there for the second season. Oh, wow. Oh. But they wanted me. Mm-hmm. Huh. It was just a terrible misunderstanding. And so it uh, wasn't
1: because you were sitting in Phil's chair. You know? No, <laughs> that, was my first, that was my first thought. Uh, he but doesn't then, like you, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> but then,
3: um, uh, 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 so I was going for the second season, but but I got this, I was doing another show and I got, I started getting these calls Saying what what happened what happened and I told him the story and they go oh you're kidding me that happened I wish I won't talk about it, but <laughs> but did <laughs> that happen and and it's like Tony Carey's calling me and Tony's you know Tony and I've worked together for decades and mm-hmm. he's wonderful and he's going he's going what the what happened mm-hmm. what happened and I go no you know don't worry about it so I began to get calls back and and this I thought was really cool mm-hmm. because because I started getting hired for voiceovers uh-huh. so there was an episode where f- where. Phil tried to teach Dave how to give a speech. Mhm. Mhm. Honoring yeah. Phil. So much. Yeah. So there was a there was a moment when uh there's a moment when uh, uh, Phil can't speak. He's yes. hoarse for the day. And I was <laughs> they they hired me. This was so great. They hired me to come and stand within eye line of Paul Sims, <laughs> uh-huh. which was which was key. Uh-huh. And I was like 10 feet away from Paul, and my entire job was to go, Speak up! <laughs> when you hear, when you hear, Speak up! That's me. Oh, wow. But what it did was, uh-huh. it put my face back in front of Paul, and he Paul comes up to me, and he goes, He goes, How come you're not here? What what happened? And I go, Well, there was the thing. He goes, and sure enough, I was back. I was back the huh. next, the, the next start of the next season. Holy and crap. I, wow. And I did wow. the rest of the show. Oh, a
0: misunderstanding. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't I,
2: have a Paul Har- uh, Phil Hartman uh, voiceover story. <laughs> I wish I did. That was a good one. I know,
0: but you got to work upstairs. You got
3: you, got, you were where the magic happened. You know, we were just we were just caught the in the creative by the time by the time the golden words got to us. So that's well, true.
0: <laughs> so as a script supervisor, you're you're heavily responsible for details, right? From scene to scene. That's what they say.
3: On Normal
0: shows Oh, normal shows Okay
3: On <laughs> normal shows That is absolutely correct uh-huh. I am I'm very detailed I had come from A very detailed uh, Production life uh-huh. uh, Working uh, for a company Called Wit Thomas Harris uh-huh. uh, I did all seven years Of Golden Girls Yay. Yeah. I did uh, My very first soap sitcom Was Soap Which was Really? Very, very detailed Holy cow Because uh, they had A huge cast And multiple yeah. Storylines a hell uh, of a pedigree uh, 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 Very episodic mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the first um, So I So that that company was very meticulous and detailed, whereas uh, uh, I, I came to think of news radio as like a bungee jump
4: uh-huh. <laughs> every
3: day because it, you, you never knew what was going to happen on you in know, any particular situation. But the great thing about bungee jumps is that although you think you're going to die <laughs> uh, and you think you're going to splat on the ground, you never quite... Uh, <laughs> but you know the great
2: thing about bungee jumping mm. or, <laughs> or uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. is that when you're when you're in a team bungee jumping mm. and you're all in yeah. let's say a train wreck together then or creative chaos or whatever that is there there is there's a there's a, there's a feeling of camaraderie oh gosh, that yes. is unlike any other that you experience yes. because it, it is the bunker syndrome where yeah. all of a sudden people that you would never be friends with in real life you spend okay. 80 hours a week with and sometimes in a room, mm-hmm. in one room, mm-hmm. and you know each other's everything, and it, it does it you know it's it it definitely created friendships that, that lasted a lifetime. Yes.
3: That that said, wh- whereas you know I did keep track of timing and movement, and uh, uh, and we had this conversation. Uh, uh, continuity was on news radio was just a joke. <laughs> uh, I, I you know I, it just it was. An impossible task because you had so many people who weren't actors, uh-huh. uh, and, and then the show was so heavily, heavily edited because every episode was thirty-five percent longer yeah. than it needed <laughs> mm-hmm. to be. Uh, we ah. shot an extra seven minutes. I always said that that uh, you know, particularly in the age of binge watching, I
0: would you could see
3: it. you could create another season out of the cutting room floor because yeah. in, a lot of times entire stories. Mm-hmm would disappear
1: Jesus wow. that's crazy well, I've, got, I've got the revised draft of the the, the episode here and yeah okay, there's okay. so many so, scenes okay wait, so, wait, 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 wait 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 I'm sorry I'm, I'm yeah sorry, go sorry. ahead
3: you 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 say revised draft I'm gonna I'm gonna say at that point in the week Which uh-huh. draft, I'm, that I'm has say, nothing to do say I'm gonna the final. say 56 pages
1: you
3: I'm gonna guess.
4: oh oh oh, oh.
3: oh. uh
1: very close this one was sixty-six. There you go. 66. One. Right. <laughs> well, and I can Jeez.
2: certainly tell you from uh, so as a script coordinator, one of my jobs was to this was you know again this was before like all the technology that does mm-hmm. it for you. But one of my jobs was to to ty- was to revise the as broadcast scripts. So oh. you take oh. the final shooting script and then you listen um, and act and oh and you're God, you're really? typing up. The the episode as it aired mm-hmm. So I can oh, tell wow. you for a fact That Phil Hartman <laughs> Every comma Every the Every and Was spot on
0: Wow
2: Dave <laughs> Usually got about four words in the paragraph
4: <laughs> and,
2: and it was brilliant It was still brilliant yes, You know yeah. it was brilliant the way he did it But he You know the The when you're typing those, you have to add every uh,
0: mm-hmm. every
2: m, mm, mm-hmm. every so with Whoa. him, it was a lot of uh, comma uh, uh comma uh, comma yeah. well uh, comma you know. It's like writing
0: Bob Newhart scripts or exactly, like that. Yeah. exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, so
2: it was that it was uh, news radio, especially on all the shows that I've worked on, was was very challenging in that way. But the cool thing about it is they gave them the latitude to do that because there are a lot of sitcoms. Where oh, yeah. as an actor, you walk in and if you don't hit every single word as mm-hmm. written, mm-hmm. you know you're fired, you're done. Yeah. And right. you know the, they really let the actors have some creative. It, it
3: helped. It helped a lot that that uh, Dave's role. I, I think Dave, Andy, and Phil, uh, those roles were 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 written with them in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, I think everybody else was cast. I think.
0: Yeah. I th- that, that matches everything I've heard So yeah. that makes sense I
2: remember seeing like Moore's uh, Audition tape And yeah. um, But I yeah. came to I came to news radio Because I worked on The Larry Sanders show With Paul mm-hmm. And Paul came in As like a staff writer On the Larry Sanders show And then um, I was so jealous and, then, but that's, that's where Paul, you know, Paul's nocturnal. Uh-huh. So as you probably have heard, mm. um, so he is up all night and he sleeps during the day. Mm. And, um, so I already knew that rhythm and, uh, by the e- end of his stint at, at the Larry Sanders show, and he had written this pilot and it got sold and all of that. And he said, will you come, will you come work on news radio? But we were still doing Sanders uh-huh. and, um, I wanted to finish out the season of Sanders and there was going to be another year of uh, Mm -hmm. another year of Sanders beyond that. So it for me it was a hard, it was, it was challenging because I had a great relationship with Gary Mm Shanling. I really wasn't so sure about leaving, but I knew that Sanders probably would only go one more season. Mm -hmm. And you know, they were Mm. news radio was at that point, you know, everybody was talking about it. And so I, just from a fiscal standpoint of like a young girl trying to make it on her own and and pay the rent. I was like, I better go with the longevity. And, um, so Paul, it was nice enough that he hired a couple of, a couple of script coordinators to do, I want to say the first three or three or four episodes of news radio while we, while myself and Jonathan Gladman, the other script coordinator finished out Sanders for that season. And then we came in after that. Um, but he, you know, the great thing about Paul, even though he's, he's doctrinal, is that he is very supportive of all of the, the, everybody in the, in the staff. So for me being an actor and I was doing standup and improv and Holy plays crap. and mm-hmm. auditions and all of that, oh um, you know, he let me leave and I could, I could leave and come back yeah. and nobody.
4: Oh, wow. Holy crap. <laughs> and, yeah.
2: Which is amazing. And part of that was also, you know, as, as I'm sure probably Joe and Luke talked about. You know, they played video games all night. Uh-huh. And then, um, yes. so <laughs> so it got to the point, for me, it got to the point towards the end of news radio where I just said, listen, Paul, I'm not going to stay here all night long. Uh-huh. Um, because I wasn't being used, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just waiting for them to finish the script. Mm-hmm. And so I, then we had pagers. And I said, look, you just pay. I'm going to go home, you know, seven o'clock. I'm going to go home. I'm going to have, have my life. I'm going to go to sleep. You page me. 30 minutes before the script is done. Mm-hmm. And then I'll come back, I'll format it, I'll I'll, I'll do everything, you know. And, um, and those days, the files were too big to email.
4: Oh. Yeah. So you couldn't
2: oh, just... email them. Yeah, you know, it was still those modems where you were t- trying to dial up. Of course. And it would take so long to send anything. Yeah. So either I was going to his house in Bel Air and picking up the floppy disk drive, mm-hmm. or I was, uh, he would page me and I would come
3: in and I would finish the script at that point. But
0: yeah. That's the most 90s story ever. I just <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm you're now flashing me back heavily.
3: There's there's a little more to it because the great thing about having Susan and I together mm-hmm. is that our our actions at our jobs would have an effect on each other. Mm-hmm. So so what what she was doing uh, uh, at night and upstairs would impact my job the next morning. Uh-huh. And so so and then my notes during the day would impact her work that night if because we had a cast that was not not uh uh, uh kept from pitching stuff sure sure so mm-hmm. i would write mm-hmm. i would write down oh my God, and, you had to write all that stuff in the margins too. which was great that, sure. that was the best part of my job yeah uh, uh but uh but what would happen sometimes and again this is another ode to the 90s uh uh, was with the pagers I had a pager that uh, uh, I would wear and then the script would get done whenever it got done when she says that she she would you know come in and, and finish it up sometimes she would get that call at you know 4:30 in the morning <laughs> but other times she wouldn't get that call until 9:30 in the
4: morning uh-huh. Uh-huh.
3: and that <laughs> meant that the script wasn't going to be ready so on the schedule, <laughs> on the perfectly typed schedule Uh that that where everything is just a dream. (laughs) Uh, It says, it says, you know, table read 10 Uh o'clock. Well, I'd get in my car at 9.30 to drive in uh, uh, and, uh, and I would have a pager on specific, for one purpose. It was the 222 code that I would get from my wife. Mm -hmm. Because every so often, every so often, I'd get a call from the office, and they'd say, table read pushed to noon. Mm-hmm. And my wife would to-to-to me, and that meant turn around. Turn and around. Come oh, home and, and have another cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so It became,
2: it, you know, the constantness of the stage people and the you know, the produce, not not the writing producers, but the business producers, constantly coming into my office and saying, is the script done? Is the script done? Is the script done? Is the script done? <laughs> uh-huh. is, the script done? is the script done? And it's like, it's out of my control. I don't write the script. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I, I format the script. I edit the script. Yeah. I, you know, I do the rundowns. I do the legal clearance. I do, you know. Oh, my
4: God. But.
2: I mean it was it was a little maddening because oh. I am, I just have no control yeah. over it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what it always came out with a script was brilliant and but you know they played video games all night.
1: Yeah. So it was
4: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: After everyone saying is a script done, did you accidentally type that into a script accidentally?
0: Is <laughs> yeah. Well, you know a lot of
3: that stuff would come down, you know the 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 I mean I can go way off topic you know. That's fine. That's anyway. fine. That's fine. Yeah, we're technically we're...
0: talking about our 50th episode but you know here's here's what we'll say. Uh Bill goes crazy. Uh he meets John Lovitz and there's a really funny joke about a cigarette. We can talk about it as much as we want but off topic is fine with me. <laughs> uh, uh
3: but but I remember uh I remember the uh the I think it was called interview. Uh-huh. And I just saw a uh, I just saw a uh are we a GIF room or a GIF room?
0: I say GIF, but so that's say, how okay. I've been saying it for twenty years. Okay, I, uh, I've been saying GIF, so it doesn't, okay, doesn't I say, matter. Okay, I say
3: GIF, but okay, there's a GIF <laughs> or a GIF <laughs> of uh, of the first of the opening seconds of uh, the episode where Dave gives the interview to Radio Inc. Magazine, mm-hmm. and, uh, criticizing the staff, <laughs> yes. and the yes. very first words, uh, you know, he he holds the thing, and there's a picture, there's a picture of Dave, <laughs> uh-huh. and then. He lowers the magazine, and it's uh, in it's Dave so in the same position, great. and he goes, "Oh no!" And that, well, that that <laughs> nah. was my most memorable delayed script because that was the 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 script that was based on Paul giving the infamous uh, interview to Rolling Stone. Yeah, <laughs> that I believe I, th- I think Rolling Stone came out on Friday. Uh huh, and it was. We, it's not for me to repeat what was in it, but uh-huh. he called he called NBC names and like called, a shit sandwich, if well, I remember. Shit correctly. Sandwich yeah. and <laughs> called the NBC executives. I don't.
0: Now I don't remember. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so something worse than a shit sandwich. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something wor- much worse than a shit sandwich.
3: But uh, but that was the episode where the script was put together over that. It was written from scratch that weekend oh my god Wow! and nobody <laughs> knew what was going to happen so we had this reading schedule and the reading kept getting I got the 222 code a couple of times and it kept getting pushed and pushed mm-hmm. and nobody knew because Paul hadn't said a word In my, this is all my recollection uh-huh. so cor- please correct me anyone if I'm <laughs> wrong but as I remember it was kind of dramatic mm-hmm. because uh, because everybody wondered what Paul was going to say at the, at the read but the script kept getting pushed and nobody knew nobody knew what it was about so um so finally i think i i want to say it was like a late reading Mm -hmm. it might have been like a three o'clock reading because uh uh susan and uh and jonathan were were putting this thing together that it literally hadn't been you know i mean they were just seeing it and Uh and all this so (laughs) so i remember paul had called the nbc folks a name, and the NBC people came into the reading, and from across mm. the room, they said, the Thapa are here, <laughs> and so no. the NBC sat down, and it was like, oh, <laughs> no. what are we going to you know what's going to happen? And then the scripts came down, mm-hmm. and as they did so often, they were still hot. They were, the paper was still warm mm-hmm. from the Xerox machine, which was always, you know, mm-hmm. that was always significant, because you knew you were getting, it. and and everybody sat down, and they handed them to the cast. And I I don't know how many they had. I don't know if they had enough, but I don't know if they handed them to everybody as they normally would have. They may not have given them to the network. Uh-huh. And the table read started, and of course, the very first moments <laughs> of the scene are Dave going... Dave, Dave is holding a magazine with his picture on it. <laughs> it, it you know, it says, the, the Dave Nelson interview. And it's like, it begins to dawn on the, the, the gathered and he goes oh no oh no and then you discover that the episode is a complete reflection of what's just happened yeah and to me it, it, to me it was one of my favorite moments in my career mm-hmm. to, that,
2: to me that and to me something like yeah. that is that is quintessential Larry Sanders because what Gary would do is and you know Paul was there for so long mm-hmm. that Anything that happened in the office became the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they just changed a name and they and verbatim would happen in the next episode. (laughs) Yeah. I I mean
3: it was really amazing. And 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 that but that moment when when the entire company, you know, just gave this collective sigh of relief. Uh Uh-huh. Because it complete he completely diffused the situation with that script. That's pretty but brilliant.
2: The, Paul's folklore, too, in the industry was kind of fascinating because when, when, then when, I don't know about you, when you went on to work on other shows, but like <clears throat> when I went on to talk to other showrunners, the first, and then I said news mm-hmm. radio, the first thing that they would say to me is, is it true that Paul Sims would write a script in a couple hours? Uh-huh. Because for them, they were writing script over two months and yeah. it was fleshing it out yeah. and the B story and the blah, blah, blah. And it was true. Yeah. You know, Paul, w- they would have an idea of it, but. Basically, Paul would write the script in a couple of hours.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow! It <laughs> Wow. It was, it, it was ex- extraordinary. And and also, you know, I, I, anytime that I would get hired on another job and I would mention Paul Sims, um, there'd always be this kind of, ooh, Paul yeah, Sims. Yeah, always. You know? Always. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, oh, you know, he used to keep his writers all night and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, I, I mean, I, I get it. But he was never it, it wasn't like he tricked anybody. Uh, right. <laughs> he, you know, he hired the people who he thought could handle it. Yeah. Well and, you're
2: also talking about young boys yeah. who were in their early twenties, who were just out of Harvard. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they had one job after Harvard and they were in the lampoon and yeah. it's like they yeah. were used to that and they yeah. You know, yeah. it it was a it was it's a completely different story when you're a 23 year old boy yeah. uh-huh. who's like, oh, I'm on a TV show and and I'm writing and mm-hmm. oh, we get to play video games.
3: Yeah. and I don't it, need to sleep. <laughs> it was tougher. It, I, I think it was tougher in, in some of the early going when they they tried to have people who had uh, on staff, I guess, who had families and lives. Sure. And and in some cases that that bled over to you know the set as well. New, news radio was you know chaotic and 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 when you talk about the 50th episode, you know you, you, in, in a way you kind of see that reflected because you know there, there's that there's that wonderful uh, there's that wonderful moment when uh, uh, when Phil says I, I have to sign some papers mm-hmm. and then gradually the whole, all of the patients start going i have papers Let me, out. Let me out. And, and to me that's that's a very that's a very news news radio thing well and
2: did did and i can't remember if we mentioned this off-air or on-air but you know <clears throat> the fact that that paul you know had rpa rich and you yeah. know and the two writers and and all of that it, it's it, you know again yeah. talking about that camaraderie and mm-hmm. that family yeah. and really
3: beautifully reflective of of how of how it worked you know i i because there was some i mean uh uh th- 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 that's one of the episodes i actually remember from the gag reel mm-hmm. uh which i'm sure all of the what do they call what do they call news radio fans what,
0: I, I mean we have been referring to them like, as wny Mexicans from that one
3: episode oh okay <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's, no. Mexicans, that's great uh, uh, so real WNY exicans have uh, have seen. <laughs> see now it's now it's becoming a thing. Now yeah, it's being, that's good. Now it's being used by insiders. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but um, uh, but they've all seen the the gag reels. I'm sure. Yeah. And, and but there's that wonderful moment in the gag reel where everybody is smashed up against <laughs> the glass, uh-huh. and it's and it's and it's Josh and it's Lou Morton and. It, <laughs> I, and and I'm sorry, Josh and Lou just looked like they belonged there. <laughs> <laughs> this uh-huh. it, was, it was pretty uh, great. It, it was uh, it was terrific. Oh, and another thing, another thing about that show, another thing about that show was um, was uh, the the oh no, I'm sorry, it's it's the it's the epi- it's the next the episode. The next episode ago, that we're going to talk about. Where, yeah. the, um. where the efficiency expert's name was Robert. Oh. Uh, uh, and 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 in. Um, <laughs> And in the in the 50th episode, in the Asylum episode, the um, the Prime Minister's name is Mike. Uh-huh. I, uh, and and Mike, was the, Mike was the second AD uh-huh. on, on was the Was that show. why he was named Mike? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I was, uh, it could have been. But I'm saying it, yeah. it could have been. Because <laughs> Mike Reisner, uh-huh. Mike Reisner yeah. the second AD, was the one who was on camera mm-hmm. to stand next to Phil Hartman mm-hmm. when we did the fantasy episodes. Mm. And it's like... Um, uh, uh, prompting Phil Hartman uh-huh. when he was sitting in the chair saying what if news radio was an ocean <laughs> but so, so Mike was the I think it was on both occasions yeah. but 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 whether it was conscious or subconscious th- there was a nice feeling about that but to this day I still call Mike Reisner Prime Minister Mike
0: <laughs> uh, Every time Alright next time I see him it, I'm going to have To call him that <laughs> it's, it's right And, 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 and he'll Minister? come he
3: goes, he goes Hey Robert I go Prime Minister Mike <laughs> How are you <laughs> So
0: good I love it so much Did you, Okay so Susan it sounds like You have had the most Insane job on the show Yeah To me not only just rewriting, <laughs> not just typing up. This is how it needs to Porter look. Stage direction.
3: Robert points with both hands.
0: Yeah. Chaos. <laughs> so. Well,
2: it was just <clears throat> you know, it's like a lot of things in Hollywood. You you wait around to hurry up. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of waiting around. Yeah. Um, you know, part of the job was you know going through and and sending the script to the legal clearance company. So mm-hmm. then you're then you know I'm the person who's calling, you know. Steinway and saying hey we want to use Steinway on the show and then you know and then they say no you can't use Steinway and you know and and also in middle America with legal clearance uh, middle America corporations at the time and again just like pre-internet or like at the beginning of the internet Mm -hmm. they have um, you know they have their committee meetings like once a month so oh, God, when you you know and we're shooting tomorrow oh. yeah. so no, when no you good. say hey we want to use Cheez it's we want to use aquafina we want whatever uh-huh. it is yeah um <laughs> but by the way we need to know tomorrow <laughs> yeah. if if we can say it and and maybe we're saying something you know derogatory about it sure, but sure. we're still going to show your logo yeah, 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 um <clears throat> right. oh, so God. you know so is that part of it too but um <laughs> yeah i mean it was it was it was it was challenge it was so challenging but I knew what it was. Like, mm-hmm. I knew what the beast was, and I knew what to expect. Um, the w- And especially once I said to them, there's no reason for me to be here all night long, mm-hmm. my life transformed, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. From that moment, I was like, I, I now have my life back.
4: That's nice.
2: Um, and again, you know, you might get a page at 4 o'clock in the morning, but I'd rather do that than sit um you know, then, then sit waiting. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: No was the pager loud enough to go off to hear it when you're like deep sleep? Like, yeah, I would. Sure. It, yeah, yeah, we would and, for sure. Okay. And and in terms
3: of the similarities of our jobs, mm-hmm. she would piece together at times. She would get pieces from a lot of different places depending on the circumstances. All right. And downstairs, what what became the rhythm and uh, was because you had so many people. Who were willing to pitch? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 primarily Dave, Steve, uh, Andy, and uh, uh, and Joe. Mm-hmm. And then as the show went on, Mora felt more comfortable uh, uh, pitching stuff, um, and, and Vicky as well. Uh, uh, but I would be running from. Across the stage, mm-hmm. there would be some nights when we'd be either shooting or camera blocking or, or whatever. When I would be getting bits and pieces, you'd have like Joe and Josh, and uh, you know uh, Brian over here in one corner, mm-hmm. who had heard a part of a conversation about an <laughs> idea, oh my and God. then and then Dave would be having a sidebar with Paul, yeah, and they'd be talking about. How to approach the same problem, <laughs> and, <laughs> and 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 I would take, and if I and if I could manage to be in two places at the same time, I I, I would, uh-huh. and and I would get both pieces, and then, it kind of fell on me because they were done with their conversations; uh-huh. they'd walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I would oh. stitch them together. Oh my God! And then I had to because everybody was in hurry up, hurry up mode. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. I would have to kind of say, see, and now you can do this, and then you can this can dovetail into this line yeah, and yeah. this, and 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 guys like Dave were just yeah, yeah, okay. of course. and then they would just go do it. I'm, I'm sorry, I, you were about to. Speak.
2: No, I was going to say that I think one of the reasons why, uh, I um, I may be I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think one of the reasons why they kept hiring me is I didn't want to be a writer. Like, I did not want yeah. I did okay. not want to be on uh-huh. staff. I okay. did not want a script. Mm-hmm. I was a performer. I mm-hmm. wanted to go do Same my thing. shows. I wanted yeah. to go and audition. I So I think because of that, too, I, I never put any pressure on them to give me a script or That's to, hey, hey, listen mm-hmm. to my idea. Or, hey, mm-hmm. I have a good joke. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I just, I came in and did my job, you yeah. know. And then... You know, they threw me some bones here and there. You know, acting wise, which was great, but I don't. I never asked for those.
3: Yeah, and and uh, th- the same. Uh, and this has kind of been true in my career since news radio. The moment I I knew that I didn't want to be a, a news radio writer, that I didn't even want a script. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had I had written episodes of Golden Girls, and I had written episodes of other things. Mm-hmm. That uh, you know, when I really cared, but uh, but news radio. I as much as I loved it, I I loved it from a viewer standpoint. Mm-hmm. I never really once thought about writing. But what would happen would be I'd I'd be in this situation where I'd have one of the writers and Dave. Dave was usually the leader of of you know Saying you know, Mora had this suggestion, which I think would be great. Oh, okay. Vicky had oh. this suggestion, or Rogan had this suggestion, which I think would work. And you could put them here, and I could be next to wh- whoever was signing off on stuff at that moment. I mean, a lot of times it was Paul. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think of other people uh, later in the later in the run who who could sign off, but uh, but being able to be in those conversations, I said, you know. You know, if you if you put this here instead of here and added this line, and I could, you know, I would occasionally pitch a, pitch a thing. Sure. You could make it work. And occasionally I could, you know, it got to the point where I could occasionally pitch a joke. Well, over the course of years since then, the moment I say, look, I don't want to be on your staff, I don't want to be on a thing, a lot of producers uh, uh are so relieved are, are so relieved imagine, and we'll let yeah. you pitch anything you want all right I've pitched more stuff on my m- most recent series than I've ever pitched in my life from the moment I said I don't want to be a writer
4: yeah
2: it's all uh, also you know on news radio it was <clears throat> they occasionally had I it was Marjorie Levy was a writer one year I think and then they had a couple of women here and there, but for the most part,
4: uh-huh. it's yeah. all
2: men. Of course. Mm-hmm. So and it's all yeah. a male perspective. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. I'm not really <laughs> sure they they want, wanted a female perspective, mm-hmm. and it was also a young man's perspective. And they
3: tried. To be sure. and, and and there were more. There were more. They, they there were at least three, at least I can't remember their names, but there were at least three women who. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was not the easiest Mm-mm. show, and 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 the women. With the exception of more, we're kind of underwritten. Mm-hmm. You know? I yeah, not know. Especially Candy. Yeah. You know, and and, and I think that's amazing.
4: The like every single line out of the woman's mouth, every single
2: reaction no. shot, <laughs> like, perfect, beautiful, no. so funny, like, Everything she but does But from is so what I remember, and you know her better than I do, is that she was the quintessential professional. Absolutely, yeah. always mm-hmm. on time, it's in a, her always a good attitude. Like written into her yeah. character. Like, I may only yeah. have one line, but this is my job, and I'm yeah, going to do it the best so of my ability Every day. So
3: but but also, and, and I say this, I say this from being in the the commentaries. They they knew that they underserved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah you can hear that. I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. not revealing any states. Well, statements. when you're talking about
2: life experience, when you're 25 yeah. years old and right. you're a young man, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, you're yeah. not, and you're not married and you don't have children and you mm-hmm. don't, you know, so it's it, you, you're oh, only Boba Fett. What's that?
4: <laughs> oh, Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah right. I, I, there is, I was re listening
0: yeah. to the commentaries for a specific thing that I've been trying to find out. And there's one really great line where Dave Foley's talking on the commentary saying, uh you you were that that the writers were coming up to candy and saying um, how do how do i write for a negress is that how he put it and it's just like it's absolutely <laughs> oh perfect it's just it, it's Can, you know again bunch of 25 year old uh, white guys I, as you I, say i want
3: to i want to ask i want to ask susan because i know that you know the 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 video game stories are are legendary but but there had to be time when they were breaking stories no that th- <laughs> uh, literally,
2: the writers—the ones that have come on so far—would agree with the no, no. They, they weren't. I mean, they, they were never in a I mean, room on, together. No, I mean that as you, I did work for With Thomas too, and it's a very regimented system uh-huh. where you're sitting at a conference table, and and and. Shanling did this as well, where you're sitting at a conference table, and there's all a team of writers, yeah. and you know I'm basically the court reporter. Oh, yeah. So I'm taking down oh. every single note, and um. Uh, and that's kind of how things are are broken, and yeah. then you you mm. know you print them out and you give the notes to people. But even in season <clears> one, news radio, they okay, I remember. I mean, in the, enti- in, in the entire time I was there, I would say I was in a conference room with writers taking notes mm, five times. <laughs> I mean, you, on most sitcoms, you're in there all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and part of that too was not not. I mean, part of it was the was the video game. but but you're also talking about excuse me young boys who were very tech savvy Mm -hmm. and this is when like Mac just came out with their their that one iMac thing and Mm -hmm. I mean on Sanders we were using the the original Mac with Mm -hmm. a little tiny screen Mm -hmm. um but these are guys that know how to type. They know how to use computers. They yeah. know script formatting. And we didn't use Final Draft. We used a template on Microsoft Word. That's what wow. Paul wanted <laughs> okay. to, to
0: that use. That was my next oh, question, wow. actually. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah, I mean,
2: Robert and I started out doing production on DOS, Mm-hmm. So, you know, doing sure. the C prompt and the loading mm-hmm. yeah. it, you know, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. crazy. But Orange or green screen. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but Paul didn't use, uh, and maybe he did, you know, on down the road, but at, uh, at the beginning we did not use final draft.
0: But you were reformat, did- what format were they writing in? Was it just a word. jumble of crap? Like- no, it
2: was like word. And then they had, um, they had set up a template. Mm-hmm. So, and with shortcuts. So you yeah. could do yeah. like control C for character, right. control for, control. Control D for dialogue, and oh. then and then after the character, once you hit return, it would automatically go to dialogue.
0: Right. Um, well, were they writing it that way too, or just you reformatting? Their no, they stuff? would write it that way. Oh, okay, way. I see. And then
2: okay. when they would make changes, then well, you good. then I you know you have to go in and put in the asterisks yeah. and and stuff like that. But. Um, you know I they used were. The they,
0: <laughs> I just remember having to program that stuff myself when I thought I was learning that yeah. to be a screenwriter. But Boy. the
2: writers would sit there with their own computers yeah. and type their own notes. Yeah. You know, and so it, it 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 did. It was a different era, and because they were so young, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you're not you're not in a room full of, you know, people who who didn't want to take type their own notes. So,
3: so did you have an opportunity? As, I mean, I mean, you were there. Uh, Julie was there, uh, and and two strong women. Uh, did did they did they ever come to you and say and say I, 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 what is a woman's point of view on Never. this? Never, <laughs> not in
2: my not. I mean, maybe yeah. Julie did because she was more intimately involved. Never. Nope.
3: <laughs> I'm
0: not surprised I mean, I'm not surprised and I think they they would they would admit well, I would hope because when yeah. I was doing
3: Golden Girls they used to come to me all the time and say how would a man how feel would a man them? feel sure sure <laughs> kidding kidding, <laughs> kidding joke joke how? actually
0: that's a good question real quick because if I did another podcast about a show it would be Golden Girls no, but no no, no, no. no, no. no, no. no
3: question this is the news that's fine yeah, All right. yeah. All right. that's fine that it's, is fine it's reverence.
0: It's, other than Zbornak which I absolutely love that that's where that name yeah. comes from and didn't yes. know until just a couple years ago that
3: he was connected to news mm-hmm. he is the they all happen in the same universe, where, and Kent sits in his living room with a yeah. globe. Of and, course. And, and, and in <laughs> the house in house universe. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: It's like I
1: love it. But, you know, That's as,
2: cool. as w- we were talking about earlier, you know, News Radio was a great university for the writers and for the staff members. It was a great... Hmm. W- training ground and when you think about where all the writers have gone and oh, even like man. Brad Copeland who was the stage PA oh, who went on to you yeah. know executive produce his own shows and yeah. pilots and he just he wrote Ferdinand and oh wow, <clears throat> you know I mean he was the stage PA mm-hmm. and so you know I mean it really did launch you know and Julie has her own show and oh, Al and uh, like And Stephanie is a huge.
3: uh, Who uh, I remember the day Stephanie was hired as as she was Paul's Paul's assistant, assistant. Mm -hmm. and now
2: she's a big reality show uh, producer. Yeah, she just
3: got a she just got a huge deal, and and it's like yeah, and and and, you know really and talent from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. I mean, just you know, uh, uh, and people who just have kept working. Mm Do you have any questions?
0: I, my throat. You is could not- talk forever, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a note of that. <laughs> I cannot uh, talk. <laughs> but uh,
1: just going to this episode, your your scene with Vicky. Yeah. Uh, do you remember? Was there any ad libbing or anything like that, or anything crazy?
2: I don't remember any ad libbing happening. I really just remember, <laughs> you know, it was you know it was a very short scene, so it was mm-hmm. basically. You know, I think we did two takes maybe and then yeah. you uh, know. Although and that it was, was all it.
3: isolated. I mean it was all It was they, it was shot they, separately. It was all, but I mean it was it was kind of shot as one I mean as one setup, right?
2: Yes. And I don't think I think it was a it and was they just a pre shoot. From what I remember. Yeah. It was a pre shoot. It wasn't even like on the night. Oh, no. Yeah,
3: okay. so there yeah. wasn't an audience <clears> her Yeah. Her that makes
0: sense. That. They had a lot of hair to do for her, I guess. Yeah. So it makes sense so to much. be separate. That's yeah. funny. Um do you In terms of this episode, in rewatching is there anything that stands out as, like, a particular favorite scene or line for either one of you? Because we tend to do, like, here's our favorite moment, here's our favorite line. There's a lot of good ones in this. There's a lot of good ones. Uh,
3: uh, anything, just about anything that that came out of Lovitz's mouth. (laughs) Yeah. I also, I also love Phil's tone of voice. Uh, uh, and that's why the Urkelbot. <laughs> 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 so, oh, it's good. amazing. A- and and <sighs> there's a wonderful and again a- again for uh, gag devotees, uh, that is the speech that Phil gives when and and this is just one of my favorite memories of the, of the show when when, <laughs> when Phil is delivering that speech with his usual sincerity and professionalism, and uh, uh, and L- Lovitz has performed. The entire scene up to that point, with with a a, a, a rise in the blanket. <laughs> uh, uh, he's been doing the whole thing with a with a boner. And,
4: uh,
2: I just love it when Phil says he wants to stay, you know, because it's just so much easier. And it's, you know, now now that I'm older and you know have a family and all of that, I, I so relate to that. That it would be like, you know, just for a couple of weeks, if mm-hmm. I could just, you know, be be on one of those cots, have somebody else make decisions for
4: me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's almost like
2: being a kid again. Like people yeah. just tell you where to go, where You're- to be, you get fed. You oh. don't. Have to have a job or it's like, be in charge of anything? Uh, Psychiatric <laughs> summer camp. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I got to tell you,
3: one, another of the best days ever mm-hmm. on that series was was the cold open. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. The call to open, yeah. you know, mm. you know, you're, you know, it's very... Where was
2: that shot?
3: That was shot at Paramount. Okay. I was wondering. And, okay. and I think that's one of the photos that I put up on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, a wonderful black and white photo with everybody gathered. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Paul, it's Joe Fury, it's Jeff Goldstein, it's Orit. Uh, it, it, oh it, my it, gosh. And and they're all, and Phil, in his I think he's in his robe or something. Mm-hmm. And... That was simply one of the best mornings. We were everybody was just so relaxed, and Kent had put together everything just just right. And you had the you had the the extras, you know, in, you know, in their police uniforms, and mm-hmm. everybody was getting <laughs> rude pictures taken. Of with, course, of course, you know, with the, you know, the the pictures that I didn't post on Twitter. Um, <laughs> you know, I I remember I remember, uh, I, remember uh, I, I you know I don't I can't remember. Uh, i just remember when i when i asked paul if it would be okay to you know to post the pictures cuz we ask paul everything to mm-hmm. this day mm-hmm. there's yeah. a loyalty <laughs> yeah
2: there's a hugely lo- i mean Where's when it? you guys had emailed me i immediately emailed <laughs> paul and i was like hey have you heard of these guys and, and am i allowed to do it mm-hmm. and yeah. and um, I mean, you know, he wants to do it he's yeah. in new york but yeah. he's mm-hmm. yeah. any
3: any time that i've ever wanted to uh, to to sell something you know a prop or something mm-hmm. or or if somebody has asked me, if it's okay mm-hmm. to to sell something, I've always said, uh, you know, if they if they don't, if they aren't connected, I'll say I'll, I'll call Paul and ask. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're very protective of mm-hmm. of the show yeah, and Paul's be. feelings and and you know, you'll find that with the cast mm-hmm. uh, and, and to this day. Yeah, it's
2: and, so it's also the the you know really uh, you know and maybe for you too, but for me, it's it's I spent my twenties with Paul Sims, mm-hmm. so I spent. You know, between Larry Sanders <clears throat> and news radio, I spent my adult years in a room with Paul Sims. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that to me, that, you know, as a young, you know, single, I have no, you know, I really didn't have... um any uh, commitments? I wasn't, you know, married. I don't have kids, so yeah. it's so you know you're free and easy when you're in your 20s. You're mm-hmm. just, you know, and okay. and I was telling you, it's 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 that feeling too when you when you first start in production where you're like, my God, I'm making television, of course. you yeah. know, of course. <laughs> yeah. and which was different than the YouTube days where it's like yeah. anybody can make television. For sure. For so sure. when you're a young kid and and all of a sudden you're on sets and you are okay. actually creating and part you know you are a cog in the wheel of making something on broadcast television it is very exciting of course and um you know and especially with with paul you know he he was you know for all the crazy of the last minute and all of that he he is a very generous Mm -hmm. um soul and was very kind to everyone Yeah.
3: yeah and 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 i think it it was uh I think it was reflective of uh, of really almost everyone on the show. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it 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 spread. You know, I, I again I think of I think of Phil and this episode was such a tour de force mm-hmm. for him that that um, that opening that cold opening, uh, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> with the handcuffs, which was <laughs> yeah, so funny, which was but but which was, I mean, it was just like watching. You know Aaron Judge at the Home Run Derby Mm -hmm. you know you 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 just watched this guy I mean because it was all him I mean it was Mm -hmm. all him coming up with you know I mean he he had the guidelines but Mm -hmm. and the the hysteria and all that and then and then you're transported in the course of the episode to um to the to the asylum where there's a lot of listening Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. goes on and there's a lot of 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 reacting, you know. I mean, really bringing it down to to you know camera, you know width, mm-hmm. uh, you know that, that that intimacy between him and Lovitz, mm-hmm. and uh, 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 sitting across when when, when he um, when he sits across the table from uh, from Dave and Catherine, and 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 he he kind of just kind of lets it all go <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like yeah this is uh yeah this is where I belong you know? mm-hmm. and, uh, 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 honestly it, it, it it's so great and then and then Phil as a person w- uh, was one of the best people to be around and Susan was saying it, it's reflected in the as broadcasters mm-hmm. that he was so precise about the words
2: and he was also from an actor's perspective, and I didn't know him as you knew him on a personal level, but from an actor's perspective, because we knew the table reads were sometimes um, a little raw, a little sketchy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) He would make every single one of his lines funny he would give 100 percent to every single one of his lines and there are a lot i'm not saying on this show but on you know other shows i've been on where there are actors where if they don't like the line or if they don't they they don't think it's funny they'll sabotage it and they will be mad and you know (laughs) It just seemed like every single script, Phil would be like, my job is here to make this funny yeah. and to be an actor, and I'm going to give it 100%. And,
3: and he came from improv. He came from yeah. script. Nobody could probably, you know, I mean, he, what? He, he wrote uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he, he, but he he respected, and he respected other people around him at all times. He, he the you know, the crew, I think of the amount of time he spent in, in, harnesses you know know, the space episode and the the jumper episode and and blue genie with all of that oppressive you know makeup and all the different things that they put it through and and i remember when when we were doing uh there was something that he was in a harness for i want to say it was the space episode but i'm not i'm not positive but i just remember we we shot that Him in the harness. We were shooting that at two o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! I mean, it was one of those times when we just had so much to do. Mm -hmm. And and he was he was tired and exhausted, and and off camera he was as you know as cranky as Phil Hartman could get, which Uh and and yet they put him back in that rig, Mm -hmm. and you know the tech guys. Phil, can can you raise your arm just a little bit? He's he's like sure. Sure, man yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, it, he, he was so collaborative and so supportive of those writers you know it, it, it and and it was it was very <laughs> I, I i i mean this was just a you know i i did not know him really well mm-hmm. i you know there are there are people who who like jody mann mm-hmm. i think knew phil well okay and, and mm-hmm. there are other people on on that set who knew phil well for me it was just casual but but he but he was just so nice and i remember coming in you know when the scripts when the scripts would come late or whatever when they'd be delayed you know and and you know phil would go to his dressing room and just say you know uh, just say you know let me know when it's here and you know and and i'll be out and everybody would kind of separate separate you know i i could go to his i could go to his dressing room and i could knock on his door and i go wow uh, you know, uh, 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 it's going to
2: be another two hours no. <laughs> Well I was never the guy who had to say that I was
3: the guy who had the script in his hand And I could say I say, I got your script there Mr. H I said and it's extra funny
4: <laughs>
1: And he goes
3: thanks Jimmy And I said it's Robert <laughs> Of course it is Jimmy <laughs> That's right That's right That's right, That's amazing. That's right. But, you but, yeah. Yeah. No no he was just He was just a <clears throat> weird
0: there's, there's another podcaster named Jesse Thorne who's done our show and uh, he had, has got a very good theory about some of the best sitcoms and that the best sitcoms including News Radio which is one of his favorites which is again why we had him on are about family and I think he's absolutely right but I love listening to the behind the scenes description as completely paralleling the idea that oh, yeah, that group work is family. a family. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah.
2: And like anything there's dysfunction within your family uh, sure. and <laughs> but the, there's also loyalty within the family yeah. so you know no matter how crazy your cousin might be you know You'll fight t- to the last breath to defend that cousin. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so that, I think there was a lot of that going on too. And the yeah. news
3: radio cast—they don't come tighter uh-huh. than the news radio cast. And and something that I thought i, I, I don't know if other people have picked up on this. I, I like to think that I'm the only one who's ever noticed it. <laughs> but what I love—but what I loved about that cast, not only from the not only from a comedic standpoint, but uh, but from. Uh, but from how they pulled together, uh, you know, as they got to know each other. If you look at this cast, it, 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 there is no lineup that I can think of that comes from so many different kinds of comedy backgrounds Mm -hmm. yeah you had you had vicky with musical theater yeah Mm -hmm. you had stephen who was a a heavy theater guy you know driving miss daisy and Mm -hmm. you know i mean every classic play stephen Mm -hmm. has has done rogan Mm -hmm. uh uh, stand up you know and raw stand up to to Mm -hmm. boot uh uh you know andy and dave from Uh, uh, and and Phil from Sketch Uh, Mora who was this kind of child actress who grew up you know doing roles on TV Mm -hmm. Um, uh, 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 and then um, uh, 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 am I leaving anybody I don't know Candy and Candy who who had been in features oh yeah uh, tons uh, uh, and so they all came from different disciplines and I don't know I, I, I mean you know maybe I don't watch enough television but I don't know uh, many casts who have that kind of of experience, uh, collectively, who come from such different disciplines, mm-hmm. who find a way to match rhythms, the way that right. this cast mm-hmm. did. I can mm-hmm. see that. And I know that I know that there were times when each of them would look at the way a scene was being performed, and it's like uh, you would get the impression like like they were going oh okay yeah okay i get that Mm -hmm. you know because it was a different discipline yeah
2: well like a lot of tv shows too there were there were marriages that came out of uh of news radio sam Sam and sam and julie got married uh Uh, spider um, Spider and 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 stephanie Stephanie got married spider chambers Mm uh yeah i think there was another one too i'm trying to remember but you know, so that's like any workplace environment, Yeah. You know, it's like, especially when you're spending so much time together in an intimate way. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you're like, oh, you're interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and, and
3: all of the, you know, and, and, and again, so many of the stories, and, and you probably have the best uh, point of view because you were probably witness to the reality and then the script that got made out of that reality of, you know, things that were going on in the office you know. Right, to yeah.
0: directly see that then reflected on TV. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: And
2: you know also I mean. to say, you know, it was it was, was kind of interesting to see those relationships start and blossom and then, you know, they got married and, yeah. you know, that's that's always kind of fun, too, where you're, you know, it's like, hey, what are you doing later? Oh, I'm at work. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's true.
0: That's there are true. not a lot of shows though where you can work 18 hours a day. The only reason I don't do production anymore is 18 hours a day on somebody else's thing. It creeps me out. But... I love when there's a show like this, where they're where you're churning out quality stuff. Everybody seems to, for the most part, get along. And all have, I've, I'm assuming, like this maybe the same type of insanity that you yeah. can all work to. You know what I mean? Like There has to be something slightly off about everybody to, I, I, to And there's a lot
2: of smoking well. going on indoors. Really? Lots of smoking? Lots of smoking <laughs> <laughs> going on indoors. It was in the 90s. Lots of dogs. <laughs> Lots, of Lots of dogs. Lots of dogs. Yeah. yeah we were uh, the yeah, last... It was
3: the doggest show <laughs> of all time.
2: I love dogs. I have a dog. But I was still in <laughs> my we had the account, <laughs> the accountant had her dog in the office at all times. Um. A couple of the writers had dogs, and, and, and there were, you know, there are Gosh. times that you go into the office and you're like, oh, there's a nice little uh, mound of turd. Of course. Next year, and then <laughs> oh, oh, my favorite story is that at Christmas time I made banana bread for everybody, and I had it <clears throat> all wrapped up with oh, the no. labels and with the bows oh, and like no. getting ready to go. And then I went to the bathroom oh, and I came back and it had all been eaten God. by dogs.
3: Oh, God, that's amazing. <laughs> oh. Paul had a dog. Uh, I I was so proud of myself at breakfast. I remembered that I actually remembered the name, half of the name at least. Of Maura Tierney's dog. Yes. Rose Kennedy. Paul's Paul <laughs> so I,
2: I, 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 this was on actually on the front page of the New York Times, Paul's house in Bel Air. Oh yeah, yeah. Um that this is huge. Uh, that he had during news radio burned down. Yes. During yeah. Tony the, yeah was that. Nice during yeah. the Getty Fire. Yeah. And so to to see you know, it is, I think Did it was Julie it or somebody had had put. You know, there there were a lot of evenings and uh, things that nobody can talk about that went on at <laughs> that That's house. Right. <laughs> That's, That's right. I, you know, parties I, and rap parties and birthday parties. Worst
3: reunion ever. <laughs> <laughs> there was a picture of Paul and Julie uh, at, 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 at the in the burned-out
2: house. house. It was so oh sad. God.
3: That Aww. was where that was where we had uh, that was where we had the Phil's private wake. That really, was a, a, another thing which was uh, that was a that was a, an amazing night, and uh, uh, yeah, a lot of parties where where all kinds of <laughs> mysteries were solved and, yep. and made. <laughs> 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 yeah, a lot of
2: trips to that house getting the floppy disk drive. Oh, I bet.
0: I bet. <laughs> um, well, this has been super, <laughs> super fun. Yeah, thank you, uh, thank you both for doing it. Oh, really how, how, you. How, yes. How
3: close are we to the actual end? because I have a surprise for oh okay we're about to
0: end while we, yeah <laughs> <write>. <laughs> it's well okay. we would normally just do our favorite lines but we're uh, what we're, what we're gonna us. do is I think oh, we're this. gonna save our analysis of the show for when we do the pop-up yeah. episode yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah because yeah, this is the perfect
3: good. opportunity so all right surprise because I because <laughs> I, well. I, I decided that if I had a good time uh-huh. if I wasn't you know if you didn't hate us if I did
4: terrible if I didn't
3: completely hate this experience that I would offer a surprise I brought a brown paper bag I Love brown paper Yay. bag you're with me, and this is something. This is something. Now I don't know how you. I don't know how you pay for this building. My God, uh-huh. the ceilings. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know if you're. I don't know if you're trying to imagine where this is taking place. But the glass, the mm-hmm. the view. I think palatial. Uh, uh, it's it's What's really. What's in the bag, a, Robert? Sorry. <laughs> um, I, don't pays, I don't know who pays for all this. But, but I don't know if you want to have a contest mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. uh, 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 but I brought something. Now, mm-hmm. this is not from actual news radio production, uh-huh. but there was a brief time, a brief window when news radio was introduced into syndication uh-huh. that a lot of cool stuff appeared on, on, the, on the scene. And if you were a news radio fan like I was, mm-hmm. it was awesome. And hey, much like the podcast. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and um, wow. Uh, so 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 I uh, so it so happened that I missed it entirely. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any of that cool stuff until until I saw a flyer and there was like a warehouse up near the Burbank Airport. Or something. And by warehouse I mean storage. Area. Yes, yes. Uh, and 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 it said Columbia Sony whatever sale. Such and such, and oh. it, you know, and it's like I don't know what all the movies are, but you know, Die Hard or whatever. I sure, mean, sure. You know, it's like a hundred movies, and then you know, uh, uh, news radio. It's a Wonderful Life, and you know, and, it's like, <laughs> and, and so I went to this thing, and there was a whole bunch of stuff. So I picked up a bunch of things, and mm-hmm. I've gotten rid of all of it. Yeah, 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 you know, it's all I've given it all away. But it had like press kits, and yeah, you know, yeah. except all- for this.
0: <laughs> so, yes, <season. laughs> getting right Sorry. down to it, I love it so much.
3: Yes, dear. <laughs> But I brought this. This is an actual news radio oh, cool. T-shirt, Love it. embroidered. That's yeah. The actual. Look at this. That suits. is handsome. wow. Oh, cool. that feel, is handsome. Oh, feel that. Feel that. Oh,
2: s- now that is quality. That, that is yeah.
3: quality. This. That, is that could, could this is a be auctioned off. And mm-hmm. yeah. it is. It is large enough. It is. It is an adult XL, and it is large enough that the that the most sedentary news radio fan mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who is still watching the show sure, could fit into this. Mm-hmm. And uh, or, I don't even or think...
2: Or at, at their next podcast, it could be mm-hmm. in... In Ooh, glass. 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 glass.
3: I, I would say
0: that since Robert's been so so generous and I am spoiled, we're all spoiled yeah. with news radio it's stuff. Spoiled. We should find a way. Yeah, to, we yeah. can auction, auction, it, it, to off. To auction yeah. it. I was going to say for auction off to put it to put
3: it towards window cleaners. <laughs> you know, just it's for too much. much or chandelier just cleaners. Or should, I, mean, you know? I mean, come on, or the birds keep pooping. So, so but just uh, keeping uh-huh. the dust off. So I think I'm going to say it's never been worn. If uh-huh. Smell this, Susan.
2: <laughs> it smells good to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So at good. least smells like Febreze. <laughs> okay.
3: Uh huh. <laughs> so so here it is, a News Radio T-shirt. You. That's very. Kind and you could put you. that up on let's the website that. or yes. the Twitter well, we'll, feed. Uh, we, we'll it. the thing we'll is, we're also. So it's a
0: good cause. Well, the thing is, that's what we're going to do for the comic too. Uh, we, yeah. I don't think we mentioned this last time. While we're working on the News Radio comic, originally the idea was, hey, let's uh, you know use the money towards a second News Radio project, but like. Nobody wants that. Let's 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 do. We can do a million news radio projects for almost nothing. So we'll, we'll when that comic comes out, that money will also go to charity. So we'll do that with a shirt too. So yeah. thank you, Robert. That's very yeah. kind yeah, of you. Thank you. It's mm-hmm. very sweet of you. Um, well,
3: Susan gave me the idea. Well, thank you, Susan. <laughs> so
0: um, we always have garbage to promote. But do either of you have anything to promote? Where can people find you online, Susan? I know you've got a website with all your good
2: stuff. Uh, on. Yeah, I have susanlesley.com, dot com, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find me there. and uh, um yeah and everything I usually I'm pretty good about posting what's what's happening and what's new I do a lot of ADR looping now so mm-hmm. um that's that's kind of my mojo mm-hmm. and um yeah
3: uh I have uh I have a website which mm-hmm. I don't remember <laughs> the domain <laughs> name of it um, <laughs> we can we can post it on twitter um, <laughs> I can try and find I it don't right remember. Now. Uh-huh. but no no but if you go to my website yes you were uh, redirected to Susan's <laughs> so, so it's all about what Susan is doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'm I'm uh, talking a lot about her ADR work. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, so so if you want to know, uh, you know, if you want to know anything oh about what Susan Leslie is up to, just go to you know it it you know mm-hmm. as soon as I remember what it is, mm-hmm. um, th- that'll be. What's
0: your Twitter handle, Robert? I had it in front of me a second ago. Huh. That doesn't help you, no, does it? It does Are you doing the the Susan Leslie ADR podcast too? Is that your next <laughs> project? Okay, <laughs> oh, I just wanted that's to make sure. You know, that's that's a
2: good idea. Oh, wow. uh, you talk about some, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem with ADR now is that that most of the time uh, you have to sign an NDA, and in uh-huh. the case of the Marvel films, you mm-hmm. actually have to either give them your cell phone or your iPad, or While you're there's doing a security it? person there mm-hmm. who puts a piece of tape over your. Um, over your camera. Oh my
0: god. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So
2: so you you can't and I, I I do voice match where you're, you know. Oh yeah, sure. So you you can't you
3: really really the 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 can't talk about anything. And the new administration has turned shield mm-hmm. into their personal goon squad. Mm-hmm. You know, so <laughs>
4: you
2: don't want across them.
3: No. You well, don't. and
2: the you know when you think about what news radio would be like if it was made today uh-huh. where the, you where fans Right. We could get just any morsel mm-hmm. from any oh, ca- from any uh, uh, crew member, any office person, oh, any, you yeah. know, and the and nowadays oh, like when I auditioned for Mad Men, they 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 sent fake sides, but they didn't tell me they were fake. Oh, okay. And so they said they said, oh, it's a lady from uh, South Boston. And I thought, oh, God, I, that's not that is not one of my forte accents. Uh-huh. And so I just thought well I'm just going to be honest I'm just not going to do the accent at all. And it turns out the the entire script was was it was just fake because they didn't crap. want the fans to get the info. Holy yeah. crap. And that's how it would be with with news radio. Yeah,
3: and 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 when you have when you have people who are who are just really into it. Uh-huh. And and so much of it, you know. And now that binge watching is, mm-hmm. is you know, if you can I can't imagine I can't imagine that kind of fervor back in 1995.
0: I know. I mean, the the news group existed. I mean, that was helpful. You know, that was about it, I think. I wasn't even part of the news group then. I
3: I learned most of what I know from uh, Jennifer Liao, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, who has now become... uh, You know, it's so interesting because even, even, you know, like you guys, even fans of the show have gone on. I mean, uh, uh, Jennifer has become... uh, uh, She used to publish... The, the email uh, news radio newsletter. Mm-hmm. And um, she's become, uh, uh, she's just an up and coming, rising director. She's been doing episodic work. She's done a couple of features. I now. saw that yeah. the other day, when, yeah. I uh, didn't know her name until she recently. Did, um, oh, the name of her. I'm. So embarrassed, I can't remember the name of her feature. Uh, we'll, find it. Of it. We'll, we'll find it. We'll find it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Jennifer Leal. Well,
0: I'll try and get her on the podcast I'm too, trying. because yeah. obviously she's as big a nerd as we are. So that's a bit possibly yeah. bigger. Yeah, yeah. By the way, on Twitter, you're I am Robert Spina. I feel like I should just <laughs> let everybody know that. So there we go. Everybody follow Robert right now. I mean, come on, you posted forty amazing photos from the set <laughs> yeah. that were ridiculously good, and he, I
3: can't remember. No, I am Robert Spina. No. Spina. <laughs> no, thank you. That's, a,
0: that's amazing. Yeah. It's a bot. I was good. A... I was good in my day. <laughs> <laughs> um well again thank you guys thank for you both for doing so this much. i hit thank my you. microphone again um hit it more jason thank you, you so to. much yeah, no I, there's just one more thing to say which is catch, catch you later beat cakes
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> dispatches from fort awesome a news radio podcast is part of the stolen dress podcast network the show is hosted by alan Rickard and jason klom and our theme song was composed and performed by michael warden Have questions? Call and leave us a voicemail at 646-801-WNYX, or email us at freakzilla at scopenet.com. Please subscribe to Dispatches from Fort Awesome on iTunes, give us a five-star rating, and write us a review. It helps. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WNYX News Radio. Visit soulandress.com to listen to our other podcasts, watch videos, and imbibe freely of our multimedia content going back 15 plus years.
1: Big day today, Dave. Ah!